Thanks everyone for joining us today. I'm Colin Better, the Emerging Technology Professional Practices Principal Lead here at ISACA. Joining me today to talk about their recently released article named Evaluating Ethical Challenges in AI and Machine Learning is the Vice President of Information Security for Salem Boomerang, Josh Scarpino. Josh, thank you for joining me today to talk about this interesting topic. Yep, excited, looking forward to it. Yeah. So before we dive into your article, why don't you just give us a little background about yourself and your experiences for our audience? Yeah, so um, uh, currently, obviously, I work at a financial technology company. I've been doing this in this role for a little over three months. Uh, prior to this, I worked at a global SaaS company uh, in the hiring space, HR technology, running their security program. We also worked with the privacy program there for security and compliance. Previous to that, I worked as an auditor for a financial uh, insurance company. And then I've also worked for a Fortune 500 company uh, in the security operations space and also worked in the financial sector and the mortgage space for a little while, running and building security programs for rapidly growing companies. From the professional side, that's what I've been heavily invested in is operational technology and then building and scaling security programs. From my educational experience, um, I'm currently finishing up my doctorate working on uh, applied research in um, ethical AI, actually. So that's what's really you know, driven my interest in this field and really understanding how this impacts organizations. That's awesome. Yeah, you've been a little bit all over the place. That's pretty cool. So I read your article and it was very interesting, but I have a few questions for you. So. What will it take for more organizations to give AI and machine learning ethics more attention and investment? There are multiple ways that organizations can address these challenges, right? The first focus is highlighted in the ethical AI and ML bicycle should be after an organization has determined the need to adopt specific technology and define the data requirements, they really need to assess the ethical and privacy implications associated with that deployment. Organizations really need to understand how the systems they are deploying are impacting individuals and society. Second, organizations really need to educate their employees and users, ensuring that these individuals throughout the entire life cycle have the appropriate training to understand the systems that they're deploying and the ethical implications associated with these systems. And this is critical. Training for individuals that are using the systems is important to ensure that they know and understand what these systems are doing, decisions they're making, and expanding education for these individuals involved in the entire life cycle will ensure that all individuals truly understand the systems they're developing, deploying, and using. Third, companies really need to ensure that the selection and evaluation process includes diverse input and multi-stakeholder feedback to ensure that a variety of views are considered as part of the evaluation process for these technologies. Yeah. So what are the most important reasons that organizations should prioritize AI and machine learning ethics? So ethics, you know, generally are defined as a set of standards for determining what is right or wrong in a particular group, culture or society based on accepted norms. There are direct consequences associated with implementing technologies that impact individuals and organizations. These technologies can have a significant impact on individual privacy and built-in biases can impact an individual's ability to really participate fairly in society. 
looking at history, this has been seen over and over again through various examples when AI is applied, such as with traditional FICO scores or loan approvals in certain communities. It's also been seen in hiring models leveraged by some of the world's largest companies. As a result, deploying these technologies, organizations can face reputational damage, financial impact, litigation, regulatory backlash, and really overall diminished trust. Organizations really need to ensure that where they are deploying these high impact systems, that they begin to prioritize these fundamental issues. We can see that there's an increased focus from a regulatory standpoint across the globe to include the advancement of the EU AI Act, um, various AI regulations across the US, such as the New York City Bias Audit, which is you know, currently in progress. And then in China, the current AI regulation, which is already in effect. So how does human bias tend to creep into AI and machine learning products? And what are the best ways to address the main difficulties in making that a reality? Really, this is a difficult question, right? So human bias is part of who we are. It's, it is comprised of who, who we are, how we're raised, our cultural influences, our beliefs, our family values. And we bring our bias into everything we do in life. You know, I was once told the moment that someone claims they're not being biased, we've already showed the fact that we're biased. Designers of a system are always making decisions on what they want the results to look like, right? And at some point, those decisions are the result of our training and experience, which in turn are our biases. So what's normal for you or me may not be normal for another individual or in a different part of the country or a different part of the world. So we must ensure that we have processes that really understand how these inherent biases impact the systems that we deploy and have controls to help minimize those impacts. It's critical that we have diverse input and multi-stakeholder feedback as part of the AI and ML process. In order to minimize these biases, we must ensure that multiple individuals are able to offer their opinion and contribute when developing, implementing, and evaluating these systems. So you mentioned the importance of ensuring that ethical and privacy concerns become fundamental components of the design development process, but what are the main difficulties in actually making that a reality? Well, the obvious ones are gonna be efficiency and profit, deadlines and operational goals, right? Anytime you add steps into a process, it's going to slow down the organization to an extent, especially when the process is new for the organization. Ensuring that these items are addressed at the onset of the project actually can save the organizations a significant amount of time and money. It's always more expensive to fix our problems after the fact. This is especially true when lawyers get involved because someone was impacted as a result of the technology. When you standardize these distinct steps and ensure that ethical and privacy concerns are being evaluated as a fundamental component of the design and development process, you can drive efficiencies. So the more you do something, the better you get at and the more effective you become. Additionally, I would say that organizations must also consider that making this into the process can be a selling point for them. Having the ability to state that they have evaluated ethical concerns and validated them prior to deployment and post-implementation to ensure that they address these ethical issues and that they are monitoring them to identify anything that might arise as part of the standard process is an excellent way to show their commitment to society and protecting each individual's rights. So to what extent does the complexity of many algorithms pose a challenge to addressing some of these ethics pitfalls? The largest challenge exists with black box algorithms, as commonly discussed. 
if we know exactly what the system is doing and why, there's really not much contention. But when organizations and people do not understand or evaluate the risk of the algorithms that they're deploying, this is where problems begin to arise. Many organizations simply choose to deploy AI because it's supposed to be the next great thing for the business, right? This goes back to the saying that just because we can do something doesn't really mean that we should. Explainability and trust really are two foundational components to ensure that a system has made the right decision at the right time for the correct reason. This becomes difficult when these systems become fuzzy and difficult to understand in the decision-making process. We need a level of confidence in the design of the systems. And this can include designs that are transparent and decisions that are recognizable and repeatable and humans that take ownership for the systems and decisions made. Part of this goes back to what we talked about earlier about education, ensuring that organizations understand the technologies that they're adopting that the individuals that are implementing the technologies and that they understand that the ethical implications associated with them is critical to ensuring that these ethical pitfalls are addressed. Right. So how much value is there in some of the current ethical AI frameworks that exist today? So if you go to AIethicus.org, for example, there's a ton of ethical AI resources to include toolkits, frameworks, and assessments for ethical AI deployments from organizations such as NIST, Microsoft, and many others. In addition, there are consulting organizations that have created their own unique flavors of these you know, various ethical AI frameworks that organizations can implement or pay for the services. Many of these ethical AI frameworks you know, follow the same guidance, and they're great when implemented. And that's, that's really the point of contention. It's when implemented. In the Harvard Business Review, there was an article titled Ethical Frameworks for AI Aren't Enough. And they stated, um, organizations should ensure these frameworks are also developed in tandem with a broader strategy for ethical AI that is focused directly on implementation with concrete metrics at the center. So we really need to be able to monitor and measure the systems that we're deploying and implement these frameworks in conjunction with the larger strategy. We have to ensure that what we do is quantifiable to some extent. Organizations must implement a consistent strategy for all AI and ML to ensure that they appropriately evaluate and address the potential for these ethical and privacy issues to exist. And organizations need to adopt and standardize a consistent approach to evaluating their AI and ML systems. Regardless of really what the underlying frameworks are that drive the assessment of these technologies, we need to ensure that all organizations are embedding the same approach and hitting on these fundamental steps. This is something like the you know, components highlighted in the ethical AI and ML lifecycle you know, noted. It's important. As technology evolves, preventing bias, promoting data privacy, and protecting inherent human rights is paramount. So how do you see AI ethics evolving in the next five to 10 years? And what will be some of the main storylines that you think are going to emerge? So another difficult question, honestly. Yeah. I believe that it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. We can see that there's initiatives across the globe to advance these conversations for ethical AI and ML deployments. Organizations such as, you know, the Center for AI and Digital Policy in D.C. and Fort Humanity, which is a global organization, and many others are helping to drive these conversations forward. So overall, I believe that what we'll see is regulations will continue to evolve and help shape the requirements for organizations around these high impact systems. 
technology in general is evolving, you know, faster than either standards or regulatory initiatives can keep up. And this is one of the challenge, you know, with the regulations, they're normally lagging. So they don't create a law for something until they've really found a problem. This is just the reality of our world, right? And that's why we're just getting around to this. If organizations really want to be ahead of the curve, they, they really need to start an inventory of their AI programs now. They need to understand what the AI and ML deployments are, you know, and be ahead of the regulators by reviewing the requirements for these new uh, proposed or draft regulations and ensure that if they're in operating in the areas that are impacted by them, that, you know, they address the things before they are released. The challenge that remains for organizations with AI over in the coming years also is that they need to understand the systems that they're deploying and the impact that they can have on individuals in society. It's not a matter of if, but when, right? They need to do a true analysis of the systems selected and deployed. These technologies, you know, they're designed to help drive efficiencies at scale. So when you deploy them, you deploy them at scale. But when you make a mistake, you're not going to impact one or two people. It's you're going, mistakes are going to be amplified and they're going to impact a thousand or a hundred thousand people or more. These technologies really have the ability to impact people at a significantly larger rate than something at the local level. So organizations really need to ensure that they take inventory of their AI and ML deployments and truly understand what the risk associated with these systems is and how they impact individuals and society. For systems that are high impact, there really needs to be a human that understands the system and in the loop. So I'd say for continued confidence in organizations and technologies, we really just must ensure that these conversations and continue and that we implement processes that are consistent and we validate potential ethical and privacy implications before, during, and after deployment to ensure that these uh, high-impact AI systems uphold each individual's right to equitably participate in society. So when it comes to AI and machine learning, how I guess, how do you see the future? Because for me, it is a little frightening, and it comes down to humans making this AI machine learning and hoping that they follow this ethics and they understand the risks. I'm curious, you know, nobody can really predict this, but you know, what does AI machine learning look like in the future for us humans? Well, you know, it, you can't say that you're going to be able to predict what the, predict what the future is. But I, I would say that globally, it looks like people are starting to recognize that this is important, right? This is an important topic. So I think that there is a focus on driving these initiatives forward and saying that we need to pause and we need to, we need to consider these focus points because it is important, right? We have technologies that are being deployed against people on people and sometimes without their knowledge or permission. And I think that we need to ensure that we actually classify systems and do those, those risk assessments to ensure we understand what these systems are, how they're classified, and what is the impact to individuals in society. Until we uniformly apply those, those practices and we've created a standard approach that across all organizations, I think that there, there is going to be some, some systems that are deployed without you know, having a grasp around what, what is the real risk to the system. But I think that it's, it's going to have to be an evolution, right? It's the same with, with everything in life that 
we don't create laws about stuff until there's a problem or until something happens. So that's, it's something that we kind of have to work through. And as a society, we have to evolve. We have to learn. We have to find out what's wrong and how do we tailor it and make it better. A lot of these organizations like Fort Humanity for One, which I'm a member of, is geared at making a better future for humanity, right? That's their motto. And it's really about driving these conversations forward with the appropriate regulatory bodies and saying, how do we, how do we tailor these these systems and these audits to ensure that people are having the appropriate conversations, that there is the appropriate oversight and that the appropriate people are in the room to ensure that these systems are ethical. All right, Josh. Well, you and I could probably talk about this stuff all day, but unfortunately that's all the time that we have left for today. I want to thank you again for taking the time out of your day to chat with me. And if you want to read Josh's full article, you can go ahead and click on the link in the description below. Again, my name is Colin Better, and thank you guys for tuning in. See you guys soon.